were gathered here today to join your attention span to this program. Will you take us to be your lawfully wedded hosts? Great. Hi, I'm Odia. I am one half of this podcast, but I fully did not have enough water today. And who are you? Hi. Hi, everyone. My name is Hazel. I'm also one half of this podcast, but I'm fully hydrated. You need to find some behavior. (laughs) You need to find some decorum. But above all, you need to find some respect. (laughs) I can't help it that I'm so popular. No, let me stop. So, Hazel, what have you been up to? Please provide us with your cup date. What have I been up to? Uh, I've been up to being a menace as per usual um a womanist sorry so yeah that (laughs) but also um i don't know i've just been chilling i've been vibing what about you what in the bro energy (laughs) just I've been chilling. I've been vibing. I've been vibing. No, I... (laughs) There's nothing... I mean, I don't know. There's nothing new. I mean, just the fact that I'm working again. I'm just glad to be working. um, Yeah, that's it. I've been doing what I usually do. I've been slowly trying to get back out there and make new acquaintances, you know interact with new people which is not my first second or 15th choice of things to do on any given day and it's been a positive experience so far that's good i'm glad that you're enjoying it so today we're talking about hateration and envy and and how social media isn't real (laughs) but yes so odia I have a question for you. No thanks. Pass. Uh, <laughs> what is envy, and what do you think the difference is between envy and jealousy? I think the clinical definition. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Envy, I think, is when you want something that someone else has, or something like that, or you're you want yeah you want something that someone else has, or you even to the detriment of like yourself or something of that nature. And then jealousy is like a more relational thing. So if you made a new friend, you know, oh, sorry, let me clarify that other person you're podcasting with making you forget how ours were so stupid. (laughs) If I felt like that person was threatening our relationship, which it seems that they are then. And I had negative (laughs) feelings towards them because of their role in interrupting the flow of our relationship and show, then I would be jealous. But I'm not jealous of her. I just want to know her name. <laughs> you are ridiculous. Anyway. Yep. That's what the R stands for in my name. So I looked it up myself, the difference between envy and jealousy. And it says, although many people consider envy and jealousy synonymous, they actually have distinct meanings. Ooh. Envy is, yeah. 
Envy is the painful feeling of wanting what someone else has, like attributes or possessions. And if you're jealous, you feel threatened, protective, or fearful of losing one's position or situation to someone else. What brought on this exact um, idea? Like, what is it that inspired us to start talking about this episode? I think you had something that uh, you could share with us in regards to that. So the other day on the on the Twitter machine, pre-Elon, there was a tweet from this woman who was saying how she drank coffee with her husband in the morning and then like she enjoyed the fact that she was able to get up hours before she has to go to work drink coffee in their garden or something i don't know i didn't even really see the tweet like that the outpouring of vitriol and violence towards this one woman just for being daring to be happy on the internet was interesting comments several comments were like oh contrapoints has a video about envy that speaks to this contrapoints is a video about envy and i remember that name in the distance of my memory because you brought up that video actually to me like over a year ago or almost a year ago and it's two hours long and you're my sister and i love you but i love myself more and i wasn't doing that i wasn't watching a feature pixar film length of someone talking about people being envious slash jealous slash a whole bunch of things. But you watched the video before and I thought it'd be interesting to really like ground our conversation in a piece of media because if you know Hazel and or myself, bonus points if you know the both of us, you know that we consume a lot of media and we pick it apart a lot as a pastime. It's like a puzzle. So I figured that would be a good way to kind of like cement our analytical skills and our decision our decision excuse me our discourse around this particular video not necessarily the tweet because i'm not fighting with somebody who has the time to drink coffee in their garden with their husband for hours before going to work let that person live their life but definitely talking about envy because i do think it's so insidious and so frequent yeah yeah so i honestly i've always been a fan of contrapoints uh, I think something that ContraPoints does very well, the reason why I wanted to share it with you, and now we get the opportunity to even talk about it now, is um, I really love her point of view. And I really love ContraPoints' way of kind of using philosophy as a means to kind of inspire uh, critical thinking and also try to talk about what's going on in the world in relation to us. Um, and she does it in a very millennial humor way. Um, so that's one of the things that she does is she bridges the social and political happenings with personal life stuff as well as just humor. And I love the combination of all three of uh, all three of those intersections. So that's why I've always been a fan of ContraPoints. And she also is not the only trans creator that's creating philosophy content. There's a, another one uh, from the UK. Her name is Abigail Thorne, and she is doing um, Philosophy Tube. So both of them have similar content in what they do, but different executions, if you may, if you will, on what they talk about. So, so with that background in mind, what has your relationship with envy and or jealousy been like in your life? That's actually very interesting that you ask. I've never experienced envy to 
the core. I think jealousy is something that I'm more related to, but I, because I feel like envy is a kind of, in, it's kind of insidious. It's a lot more like, it's like really wanting what other people have and thinking that um, you don't have it. But for me, I tend to have what I'm envious. So I'm envious about, and I think that relationship there, I'm trying to, in this present moment, whenever I experience any kind of envy or jealousy or whatever have you, I try to um, give myself grace for that feeling, but um, also kind of like use that as inspiration for myself to get better at something. And um, while those things that I'm trying to get better at are still in a work in progress, um, just mentally being there to me means a lot more than anything. And I think so far that's my relationship with envy and jealousy. But do you have a relationship with envy and jealousy? Not really. I think it's, I think the things that were a lot of us are socialized or taught to want in life don't naturally appeal like they don't I don't think they naturally quote unquote appeal to anyone I think it's the way that you interpret things so for example you're you're a performer right so the sound of an applause for people is really validating and it makes them feel seen and accepted and celebrated so sometimes people like that feeling and that feeling presented that way. And that's not necessary. And that's, it's a pretty common thing to want to be celebrated and cheered for in that way. Like with people clapping for you or you getting attention or slash being the center of attention. Not for this girl. Like I'm not, that doesn't make me feel, that doesn't make me feel bad. I definitely appreciate it. But it's not something that if I see someone else have that, I would want it for myself. Like a lot of the things that I really want in life come from more intimate knowledge with people. And in those moments where I'm working towards something where people notice my efforts or say they're proud in X, Y, and Z that no one else really gets to see but me that I really value. So I can't see that for other people's lives to envy it. It's very rare that me and someone else are working on the same thing and they're getting positive attention and I'm not in a way that I want to make me envious. So, no, I don't really think I experience a lot of envy. I also don't think I experience any jealousy because I don't think I've ever felt like, oh, this person's going to come and replace me. Or this person's threatening my position in this space. So just with that, no, not really. So with everything going on as far as envy and jealousy, when we look at the bigger picture of the world, there's social media, obviously. And how do you think social media plays into envy and jealousy? Because I feel like and they even brought this up on the interview that ContraPoints did with 
exactly with Florence Given. It, it, Instagram and Twitter and social media in general are just like a hub for envy and jealousy to play. <laughs> so how do you think social media plays into envy and jealousy? I think step one is who you follow. So on my social media accounts, 95% of the people I follow, I actually know slash have met in real life. So I know exactly what they look like. I know what they do for the most part. Most of the people I know, shocker, are from school or from curriculars or just from other settings that I've been in. So there's there's someone behind the screen that I that's tangible to me. So I don't really like I usually know what's going on in these people's lives because I do know them to some extent. Like if someone got a new job or something, I know how much it meant to them. Or I can, I know how to reach someone who knows them a little bit better to get more to the story instead of just seeing that they got this new car and whatnot, which I'm not that curious about the lives of many other people. So it doesn't get that far, but I know that this person is a real person and what they've done moving in that direction, especially if it's someone that I followed for years. But if you follow like influencers or celebrities in a way where their life is aspirational to you, because I know that some people, it's kind of like, everything's kind of like Pinterest in a way or another, but some people follow people who they want to look like, or people who make a certain thing, their niche on the internet. So if it's fitness or if it's food content creators, or if it's people who just have exciting lives and vlog, there's like a whole group of certain kinds of graduate students, like PhD students or law students and things who become like influencer-ish because they're pursuing these careers that have a lot of esteem that are also hard to break into, especially if you're a person of color, so to speak. So yeah, if you if you're in college or high school and you see someone who's like a 20-something living their best life in law school, then that's something that might be aspirational to you if you eventually want to do that stuff. And I think that's where some of that envy can seep in. Or if you're someone who wanted to do those things but couldn't for whatever reason, and you still follow those people to live vicariously through them, then a lot of envy can build up there. Yeah. And I also want to add to, I, I want I can't be remiss. I know it's not a part of your truth, but um, social media and envy and jealousy is also found in people that people do actually follow that are tangible to them. Mm-hmm. That's always an add, a weird, but that added element, that is kind of a little weird, right? Because knowing that is like, does this make me stop using social media? <laughs> but no, it's kind of like, um, although people do use social media too, because this is true for a lot of people, whether they follow people that's tangible to them or not, they find ways to kind of look at social media as a way to live vicariously through other people, like you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes in rare cases, those people that they try to uh, live vicariously off of are people that actually are within their reach. And knowing that, I never knew that that was a thing before. Like, I never considered that to be a thing, especially when, for me, I was doing drag. Um, I'm still doing drag, obviously. I just am acing, acing. 
and balancing my way through it. I'm kind of like easing myself into doing drag again. But um, when I was hot enough the presses, I never really, and even to this day, um, I never really took account of that. And it, it kind of gives a little bit more context for why people have treated me the way that they treated me in the past when it came to making my dreams come true. So I just had to learn how to kind of like turn that off. Can you explain my- a little bit what you mean? How is what you're describing connected to like envy and jealousy? I think I lost you for a second. How what I'm describing right now relates to envy and jealousy is that for me, the thing that went straight to my brain about why I brought up drag was that um, drag is what I use on social media uh, mm-hmm. to post more. I don't, I hardly ever post content that's um, me out of drag. I only ever do stuff about like my drag related things or in the off chance the other day I I just became an American and I posted about it. <laughs> I, posted about it. <gasps> I know. Everybody huh? stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Period. Starts playing Lady Gaga's telephone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but no, I um, I think it relates because um, me doing drag, being in the drag community, there can be a little bit of um, envy and jealousy in that regard. But um, I never really thought about it when I was actively doing my, my drag until like one day I was, these girls that I used to know, but I never really knew personally, um, that I worked with um, started bullying me online <laughs> and they were commentating on the stuff that I was doing with my career at the time that no one else was doing and so I because I was insecure I kind of fed into that back in the day um, so that's why I brought that up because for me that's kind of an example of how social media does play into envy and jealousy and how it affected me personally. Um, But now that I'm at this point in my life, I kind of have learned to differentiate what to entertain and what not to entertain. So yeah, also the block button is a great thing. I'm not even like a big celebrity or anything like that. I'm not like a big public figure, but just having that experience helped make me realize or not realize, but help me to use the block button. That's number one. (laughs) Number two, um, kind of understand that there is a playground uh, of envy and jealousy in social media and how you you have to just have a better relationship with it and say, listen, that's a them issue. That's not a me issue. And you have to set those boundaries. So that's something that um, connected all those things together. Yeah, I love the block button. No disrespect to this community, but I block a pick me so fast. So fast. And I'm not sorry about it. Not a pick me. I'm sorry. I it's just certain th- I can't see it more than once. I know me. It's just going to just going to ruin my day. It's also going to ruin my appetite. And that takes some work for me to get. But I think because social media is just one of those things that quantifies all the time with likes with views with impressions and 
with social media and from what I'm hearing in certain communities as well, the setting standards and the standards for what it means to be desirable or to be beautiful, which are harmful in their own right, are so clear when you fit them and when you don't because of the way that social media quantifies things. Because you can see how many like someone gets and and view someone gets on something. You know when someone is literally doing better than you or looks nicer yeah. than you. And yeah. that it's designed for people to be envious. Not yeah. me though. Best of luck to you. <laughs> Not me though. <laughs> <laughs> the people know You're I'm like, joking, no. right? You repeat that one more time. I said the people know I'm joking, right? <laughs> I know they do. I know they do. Thanks. So you did actually give an example of this, but do you have any other examples of when people were ever envious of you? Maybe not online. You did, did someone go to your show and then be like, "Boo, squash Hazelberry, squash Hazelberry," like? No, I mean, I've had instances of envy taking place, like, like, for example, like when I started making waves with my TV show that I was trying to put out there in the universe, um, I had a lot of people, not a lot, just a handful of people that were upset that they weren't on it. And their retaliation to that was not just messaging me about it and seeing if they could be a part of the project, but it was to ridicule me of making anything happen for myself. Like when it came to the project itself, calling it a kumbaya project, (laughs) Um, saying that they didn't need it when I didn't even give them the opportunity to have it. I Oh, not the shade. It's listen. It was like you're saying you're not hungry, but you weren't invited to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And and listen, no, I remember these are words that have been imprinted into my brain because the experience was just colossal. I was like, what the hell is going on? But um, yeah, I mean, that was an instance for me. any other I can't really think of any other oh you know what I had someone complain that on the same week of our birthdays that I had a 90s themed birthday party and that they did too even though we both are on the same day and both born in the 90s so what and also it's not like I feel like you did that on purpose (laughs) I think that you were like here's the thing miss girl we could have this party the same day. Is that something you want to do? And like, I challenge you. Girl. Yep. I, I would have your house. It was, it was two different, um, like, it was two different 90s. Is that what you're trying to say? They were doing what the 1890s and you were doing the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> You are too ridiculous. Yeah, I, girl, I just, I let them heal. I had to let them heal because this is not, there's nothing I can do here. This is a more of a you issue than it is a me issue. So that's what I had to do with that. 
<laughs> you should have told her to move her birthday. <laughs> I didn't even care. I said, girl, oh. we, we're going to two different parties, two different, two different places, and two different counties. Like, girl. And two different centuries. Deep. You're so ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Has anyone ever been envious of you? I would hope not. I'm probably, I don't think I'm a like a good person to be envious of at all. I don't, I, I, I think that there might be things that I possess that people might be envious of if I was looking externally. But knowing who I am, girl, just eat your food. Like it's not worth being envious about uh, of me because I don't know. I'm a very awkward person. I don't consider myself to be someone who's, I, I think very highly of myself, but I still don't consider myself to be someone who possesses something so special that it would warrant someone strongly desiring what I have in a very negative way. Like, I just don't see that for me. I have known of people comparing themselves to me in one way or another in harmless ways or more harmful ways, mostly to themselves that I can recall. But in those moments, it's not like, one, I'm not going to say, oh, no, like, I'm not that great. Like, you're, you're wonderful the way you are. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't have to lie here, okay? Like, if you're just like, wow, dear, you're fantastic. I'm like, yes, and. So that way, we both feel seen. You know, like, we are living the same reality. It's shared. I can think highly of me. You may also think highly of me. That does not have to translate in you thinking lowly of yourself because mm. I exist outside of your mental orbit. I'd like to think. So unless we're all figments of that one person's amount. Anyway, so I exist beyond that and beyond the, the purview of your life. So how I feel about myself and how other people might feel about me should not affect how you feel about you. And I've internalized that for me and other people in my life. So if anyone was ever envious of me, I don't know for sure. But when people compare themselves to me, I don't really know what to say other than nothing, actually. I, I just say retweet. Not retweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you say that? You're so disrespectful. No, it's just a, I'm not shaming who I am in order for someone to feel just a little bit better about themselves. That's not a healthy dynamic to set up. That's not, I'm not yeah, going to be, like, is... be like, oh yeah, you're right. Odia actually is overrated. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah, we're not doing that. So, but I'm also not going to tell someone who's feeling some type of way that their feelings aren't valid, even if it has to do with me being a part of that. So I just hear people out if they end up telling me and then I remind them to really just focus on the elements of themselves that make them feel great. Yeah. And that I'm a real person. Because I think what ends up happening, especially if you're envious of someone, you think that there's something innate about them. And that just makes them better than you or makes them have yeah. this thing that you don't have. And you don't give them the opportunity to be full 
well-rounded people with dimension to understand that it probably was something they were working towards their entire lives. Yeah. So it's not fair. It's, it's also not, it's not honest. It's not an honest reflection of the situation. So envy, is being envious a bad thing and why is it or isn't? I'm curious to see what you think about this first, because you mentioned how you used your envy to turn it into gold or something, whatever you said earlier. Not this. Okay, so I think envy can be used as a useful tool, right? Because if envy, again, if we're going back on the difference between envy and jealousy, envy is the painful feeling of wanting what someone else has, like attributes or possessions, and jealousy is being threatened and protective or fearful of losing it so for me when I had that painful feeling of wanting what someone else has I use envy as an opportunity to feel what I feel but get what I get where I want to go for myself and whatever that version of what that person has for me like whatever version resemblance of it I want to get what I want to get that's mine Um, so for me, envy can still be used as a useful tool for that. Um, but I also think that envy can be very damaging to oneself, especially if it's like this crippling kind of like envy that kind of keeps you from, you know, have you ever met someone? Okay. Have you ever met someone that um, they're a painter? And they see someone else's painting, but then because they saw someone else's painting be better, they were like, okay, I'm done. I'm no longer painting. Like that kind of energy is what people can have with envy. It's like, if I can't have it, no one can, no one else can kind of thing, but also like root affecting themselves as well. Like they tap out and they don't want to do anything with it because they the envy is too crippling for them to deal with it. So there's things like that that happens that um, shouldn't happen in the first place, but they do. And um, in that instance, yes, envy is bad. But um, at a general scale, I mean, it's whatever you make it, right? It's whatever you do with it or whatever gold you make or whatever it is that you were trying to say that I said earlier. (laughs) I honestly don't even think you said the word gold. So I'd like to know where that came from. in my mind but I do think you bring up a good point about how envy can be defeating too like it can be very destructive to the self especially if you're being unrealistic about how that person got to where they are like if someone got a specific job that you wanted if you're in the same field you don't know how many applications it took for them to do that or what they went through or the the moments leading up to that what that entailed And just thinking that they're better than you or better off than you or just a luckier person than you, which, you know, the luck one might be true. So hold on to that that theory. But just having that perception of the situation without even having the actual like support, aka, you know, the truth makes it really difficult to stomach. And some people do stop trying because they're just like, well, this person's the best or this this person's life's going this way. I can't compete with that. I'm done. Yeah, And they they, don't really, uh, and it actually just, it's a vicious cycle because they just 
become more envious. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, exactly. They become more envious, and it becomes a it, it becomes this cycle that's so much more more than it needed to be, you know. And that's why I feel like again, it's what you make of that envy, you know. But what about you? What do you think? Is being envious a bad thing? I just think it takes too much energy to want to focus, to feel, I, okay, let me be clear. I think it's a naturally occurring thing to be envious. And I don't think trying to over-rationalize your feelings or trying to pacify your feelings when you are feeling envious is a thoughtful and productive thing to do. I think it's more helpful to investigate why you're feeling envious because it's likely more so a projection of an insecurity in many cases or a reflection of a very challenging society that we live in than it is about that other person. The likelihood that it's about that other person is really, it's not minuscule, but there are probably other things in tandem that get you to the point of envy specifically directed at that person. So I would say those are the things that likely need to be addressed as well for you to feel a little bit better about the situation. So for example, if someone has a specific body type that you might be envious of, why is that the case? Right, we live in... <laughs> We live around each other and among each other with very visceral, violent standards of beauties and desirability politics. And really confronting that and devaluing that system will do way more wonders for you than trying to just accept the fact that you're envious going to that next level and being like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Would probably be better for your development as a human being than trying to avoid feeling envious in all ways and just like unfollowing people because they make you feel envious. Yeah. But I do think it can, sometimes we learn lessons in unsavory ways and I think that's okay. Yeah. Or learn about ourselves in unsavory ways. And I think that's okay. So, Welcome now to Be Our Guest, which is a segment that we have where we give you the open floor to ask us questions and things. So the question that we have today. <laughs> so oh, how funny. do you know? We what? Oh, I said, oh, it's funny? Yes, it is. Uh-oh. How do you know when someone hates you? You know, it's interesting. You know, I, I think I've been despised before. I, I, I think oh. that people have strongly disliked me. Likewise, same, likewise. And I wouldn't say that I wasn't a people pleaser. I don't think I was as extreme as a people pleaser as people can be sometimes. Or maybe that's just my way of trying to feel better about that stage in my life. But I, I did 
and I'm not a conflict avoidant person, but I do try way more to make people feel comfortable and pleased and happy than I am just an antagonist. Do I have a nemesis or two out there? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And usually, how do I know when someone hates me? They tell me. <laughs> or they tell someone I know that they don't like me and that other person lets me or know they that tell, person don't like me. Or they tell on themselves. Do you see? They yeah. tell on themselves. I was going to say something else, but you know what? But here we are. We're at the end of the episode. No, so tell us guys. why people hate you. Oh, why people hate me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a list in your head, Santa? Huh, Mrs. <laughs> Claus? Um, they, in the past, like I just told you earlier, like they just commentate whatever they feel like saying on my social media and gives me the open and just block them. That's it. Just block them. <laughs> It's just like, I don't know me when they write me sonnets in my comment section telling me how much they despise me. Literally. I'm like, you know what? Y'all can keep that. Because oh. it's so much easier to navigate social media by looking at the things you love than to look at something you hate, even though you actively chose to follow it. And now who's mad because you're mad? You are. Okay, I have a follow-up question. So- yeah. It's one thing to block a stranger for being ridiculous, rude, and invasive. It's another thing to block somebody <laughs> that you share space with. That I share what with? Like a space with. Oh, like 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 a living like like yeah, like for example, not in your house, but you're in the same community of drag performers in the same state. That's not a big state. So how do you how do you work around that? I don't. I literally block them. I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Here you are in the club preparing for your number and three of the people you blocked walked in. I'd what like, happens next? I just say good evening and walk away. Like, I don't... That's more than they would get on the gram. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I really don't. I'm like, I don't have time for any negativity when it comes to drag drag should be fun mm -hmm. i'm not about to waste any of my energy not having fun because a hater wants to hate. i'm gonna girl i just remembered the times that i've been blocked in my life as we were talking about this and i'm not an avid social media user or poster or something i'm definitely not paying attention to 90 percent of the people that i follow so when i found out i was blocked it was always in someone would like send me something from that person's profile. And I was like, oh no, they deactivated their account. And they're like, no, you're just blocked. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, what an update for my records. I, <laughs> but it's also like blocking me is legitimately futile. If we're not on good terms, I literally will just act like you've never existed. So what do we get out of this situation? Not much. I remember someone had problems with one of my friends, blocked that friend individually, had a problem with a different friend, and then like blocked that friend and all of her friends. So I'm like, why am I in it? What did I do? 
but I yeah. guess it's so that my account can't be used to like get information. But I didn't understand the point of that. I wasn't offended. I, like I understand, keep your peace, sis. Whatever you got to do, I respect it. But at the same time, I was like, I'm blocked. Someone's telling me where I can go and what to do. We got to shut this down. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think that person hated me, but I understand I was blocked because of my proximity to someone else and it's okay. So now we've actually made it to the end. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast, Tea and Thoughts. You can follow us at T-E-A-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S-P-O-D at Instagram or Twitter. And you can listen to or us. Or TikTok. Yeah. Or TikTok, yes, TikTok. Um, and that is that. And that is our episode. So thank you guys for listening. We give much love and much light. I don't give any light. Mm. <laughs> much love and much dark. <laughs>